Welcome to the Homeschool Loftcast, a podcast presented by the Homeschool Loft in De Pere, Wisconsin. Our goal of the Loft is to encourage parents who educate their children at home and let them know that they are both called to and empowered for the task of home-based education. At the Loft itself, we offer one-on-one consultations, book clubs and discussion groups, workshops and seminars, and a curriculum viewing library. Through the Loftcast, we extend our reach to encourage and bless homeschooling parents everywhere. You guys, Tina's got an anniversary this week. (laughs) It's been 10 years since she launched the Homeschool Resource Roadmap. Tina, congratulations. Thank you. It's actually, so we're taping on March 8th, 2023, and today is the anniversary day. Wow. (laughs) What an accomplishment. Well, I mean, I didn't set out to do anything, so it's kind of funny that it's been 10 years. (laughs) I mean, who even knows how to do anything like that? (laughs) That's how God wired you. Right? Well, I didn't plan it, but if I I tried to plan it, it couldn't have worked. Exactly. It was all just the organic way. Well, what is the Homeschool Resource Roadmap? It's a roadmap of resources for (laughs) homeschoolers. You guys, I say it because I'm always recommending it. Every consultation that I do, I recommend it. There's never one that I don't. And But in the beginning, for whatever reason, I always screw up the title of it. (laughs) So I feel like when I move my hands in a certain way, like the Homeschool Resource Roadmap. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-S. Right, precisely. Tell us about it. What is it? What is it? Well, it is, it's a database. It's a, it's a database of curriculum and resources. And the reason that resources in the title is it's not just what we think of traditional curriculum, right? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, and, and you and I are all about the fact that we don't have to use curriculum per se all right. the time. Um, there's a lot of good curriculum out there. But if we're not thinking in a traditional sense, we might be like, well, I don't want to go there. I don't need that, right? So there are lots of traditional curriculums on there. Uh, curricula, curriculums, curriculi, um, okay. curriculi. I don't know, <laughs> um, as well as all kinds of different types of learning resources, and so it is a free database where if you are looking for any materials, resources for your kiddos from age zero to eighteen, and you're looking for a certain style, you're looking for a certain subject, you're looking for whatever, you can go to the Homeschool Resource Roadmap and chances are it's listed and you can learn a little bit more about it um, and hopefully find a good fit for your kids. Yeah. It's a lifeline. <laughs> I mean, it, it truly is a lifeline. And when we go back to that very beginning, mm-hmm. coming into homeschooling, not knowing hardly right. anything. There's so much you feel like you need to know all at the same time. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is a lifeline. Like you, you, <laughs> you're were there after the consultations. I always, I know everyone's overwhelmed generally right. speaking, mm-hmm. but it's when I say that, when I say, but there is help mm-hmm. and, um, you have that people can look at that, but you really also guide them. Mm-hmm. with it. But right. tell us about, did you say when you started working on that, what was the year and what was going on? <laughs> well, March 8th, 2013. I saw your pictures yeah, today on yeah. Facebook. So. Um, no, it was 10 years ago today. So March 8th, 2013, um, I was minding my own business, doing the homeschool thing. My girls, I, I figured out the math today. My girls were 10 and 11, you know, just doing our thing. I looked at pictures from back then and I can't believe that they're all grown up now. Um, seriously, just doing my own thing. I was on Facebook a little bit. I was in this other homeschool group called the Homeschool Lounge, which doesn't exist anymore. But I met a lot of my 
like Facebook friends that don't live around here that are homeschool moms through the lounge. And then that kind of went defunct and we're all together on Facebook. So just kind of doing my own thing. And I got an email from a particular curriculum provider that if I mentioned the name, which I won't, because I, one of the things with the roadmap is I don't want to be biased one way or the other. I want to just be objective information. Mm -hmm. Um, But I received an email because I used to use this curriculum and I had just kind of given it up because it was not working for my kids, Mm -hmm. but I was still on their mailing list. So March 8th, 2013, I got an email from this curriculum saying, we are so excited. We've done a new revision on all our curriculum, and it's all aligned with the Common Core standards. Mm. And I just about lost my lunch Ah. because I knew what the Common Core standards were. Um, As a former public school teacher and an informed taxpayer, I had paid attention when they got into the public schools in 2010. I didn't like them. And I thought, but that's okay. I mean, it's not okay. I didn't like it, but it didn't affect my kids. And then all of a sudden, this huge name in the homeschool curriculum market was going Common Core. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) I was nervous, upset, whatever. And you can imagine a lot of my friends um, from this group and on Facebook, they didn't really know what Common Core was Mm -hmm. because it hadn't been in the schools for a few years, but it hadn't affected homeschooling. Mm -hmm. So then the whole talk was, what is that? What does that mean? Because this is a big name curriculum provider. And so we were all talking about it. And... I started a group on Facebook and I just thought it was going to be a couple dozen of my friends that we could talk this through and I could tell them what I knew um, and we could just go from there. Um, That same week, a couple days later, another huge name in the curriculum world announced that they would be referring to the Common Core Standards when they did revisions. Mm. So these were, it was like, and so everyone was like, everything's going to go Common Core. What are we going to do? Yeah. And they started making assumptions, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, if this is Common Core, that's Common Core. And non- nobody liked it, right? Some people do like Common Core. Nobody in this group did. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kept making assumptions. This one must be. This one must not be. And you know me. I'm a no drama mama. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I said, stop making assumptions. Mm-hmm. We need to figure this out. So somebody has to just start sending actual letters to these curriculum providers and just asking them. Right. Let's stop guessing. That's just That doesn't help us. It doesn't yeah. help them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, guess who somebody was? That was <laughs> it you. was me. I wrote a letter, started sending it, and uh, I guess the rest is history. Ten years later, I'm still sending them. Wow. It is something else. So part of the site is called the Common Core Project. Right. Tell us about it. So that's... so. Back up a little bit. So it really was just this group, right? And we were making a list when I would get answers from the providers. Um, and we just went with the curriculum providers I knew. I'd been homeschooling for officially, what, for six or seven years at that point. Yeah. Um, I was in homeschool groups locally, whatever I thought. I know a lot of the curriculum providers out there. And then the people in this group, they're like, well, I use this one. I'm like, oh, I hadn't heard of that one. So mm-hmm. I started sending letters to all these places. And I remember th- saying in the group, There's a lot. I guess I'm probably going to have to send like 300 letters, but that's okay. We'll do it, you know? (laughs) I would never say that in a million years. Well, just we'll get to how many there are now. But at the time, I thought, okay, that's going to be a lot, but I can handle this, right? Yeah. My girls are a little older, so they don't need me to hold their hands all the time. I can do this. Yeah. Um, And when they would give a response, I would just tell the people in the group what the response was, and we had this little list in the files of the Facebook group, you know, Mm -hmm. this, that, the other thing. Yeah. Well, pretty soon it got to be more and more and more, and we decided that not just the people in the group. Meantime, people are joining the group too, mm-hmm. right? So we're growing. Yep. But we need to make this not just on Facebook. Right. So that's when 
I actually started a website, which became what is now the Homeschool Resource yes. Roadmap. And I started list not listing all the replies on there because that would be too cumbersome, but summarizing them and making charts about, okay, here is what everybody is saying to start with their perspective on Common Core. Yes. Um, I was advised at the time that I should kind of make it like a hit list, mm-hmm. right? Here's the people who are Common Core and oh, we yeah. hate that. And so sure. don't use them. Yes. And that didn't, I mean, I'm, anybody who Googles me will see that I've done commenting about Common Core and I do not think it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I do not ever recommend it. It's just whatever. But I thought that's not, if if I want everyone to respond to my letter, it's not really good to say, and if you say you're aligned, I'm going to blacklist you, right? right. I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to make it neutral. Mm-hmm. And so the Common Core project on the website is still there, even though we've grown beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is really what it sounds like. If you go to that part of the website and you look up a particular curriculum that you know about, it's probably going to be on there, and you can look and see what they said to me about their position on Common Core. Mm. Are they aligned? Are they not? Yeah, you know? I remember when that this whole thing went down, mm-hmm. and um, and moms and dads, you can. I know there's some of you out there like me that are just kind of information overload, mm-hmm. not quite sure. I mean, not really studying even what the rules are, you know, the laws maybe in your state. That's a very common thing for people, especially right. beginning. You're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And you hear these these words, common core. You hear about the um, Wisconsin, you know, one point blah, blah, blah says this. And it's just a bunch of nonsense. Statutes and this, <laughs> that, and the other thing. And you want... And you have a desire to know those things and what those terms mean, but you just never get around to looking at it. And yeah. somebody says Common Core is not good. So you're like, okay, heads up, Common Core is not good. Right. I don't mm-hmm. really know why it's not good, mm-hmm. but I now have a connotation that that word's bad. But tell us why Common Core is just not something mm-hmm. something we should all inv- avoid. Right. So, um, again, just to say, on the Homeschool Resource Roadmap, we list them all. But just you neutral. list them all. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. right. So I don't judge on the roadmap. Yes. <laughs> in my personal life, I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll just be very transparent about We're that, We're just right? going to be in our personal life people only here. <laughs> right. But, I mean, I tell the providers that. Um, and, I, and, and I will answer your question, Jenny. But I knew that my roadmap was being successful in terms of listing things in a neutral way. Yeah. When I started getting cold call mm-hmm. emails from people who wrote curriculum – saying, I have aligned my stuff with Common Core. Can you list me? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. When they look at it, yeah. they just see a listing. They don't see bias. And again, part of that is because I respect parents, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. honest to goodness, if, if you're a parent and you have studied the Common Core standards and you think that's the best thing yeah. since sliced bread for your kid, right? <laughs> I'll pray for you, but <laughs> I will let you do it, right? Right. And, right? and you have a right to know what will match your values, yes. right? So that's that's where the roadmap comes down. You're kind of saying, hey, I mean, I warned you, but yeah, it's, it's your deal. Yeah, it's, Go ahead. They're your children, not mine, so exactly. do what you want, right? And, right? and I really do firmly believe that. So that's part of the reason I wanted the roadmap itself to be neutral. Mm-hmm. But why should we probably not use Common Core? Yeah. Um, several reasons. I guess I always come down, and this is going to sound funny, but I always come down to the fact that it's unconstitutional. To me, that's really important. Um, the Constitution of the United States does not give the federal government any say in education. Mm-hmm. Public education, private education, nothing. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, the existence of the Department of Education violates the Constitution. Mm-hmm. It only came into existence in 1979. Up until 1979, we didn't have it mm-hmm. because it violates the Tenth Amendment. Mm-hmm. 
So when Common Core, and, and you'll hear people saying about Common Core, it's a state initiative. The states just adopted it individually. No, they didn't. They were coerced mm-hmm. by money. So when the states adopted Common Core for the public schools, they were told they're, they're going to get millions and millions of dollars if mm. they adopt Common Core. Well, that's bribery, yep. right? right? So it was the federal government using bribery to convince the states to all do this. Um, so that's a problem. I mean, I think yes. if, we, if we want a federal education, whatever, we need to change the Constitution. But until we do, we shouldn't be messing with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but on a practical level... <laughs> Um, Common Core math is super confusing. Mm. Um, there are videos out there where if you wanted to do a simple math problem like, I don't know, 260 plus 817, that's pretty basic if you're like eight years old and above most of the right. time, right? You can do that. You know the traditional algorithm that most of us learned if you're 25 and older. <laughs> um, but Common Core math requires the use of a big whiteboard and about 87 steps. And you can find videos. There, there's a video that I remember watching near the beginning um, of this little girl who con- and she, she clearly knew what she was supposed to do with Common Core. And she was doing the whole thing on the whiteboard. And she had one or two things wrong, so she got the wrong answer. Mm. But then, and her mom was videotaping her doing this whole thing, right? Then her mom said, well, how about you solve it the way that I taught you? And she did the regular algorithm, took her about three minutes, and she had it right. So part of the thing with Common Core is the methods are just developmentally inappropriate for little kids. They're confusing. They're meant, I think, to be confusing. And if, you know, if I'm putting on my tinfoil hat, they're meant to dumb kids down so that they really... We've all been putting on our tinfoil hats these days. Right? So that they really don't know what's going on. And then they have to rely... Yes. Here's another thing. Um, Private schools where elite people, should I say, send their kids, so Mm -hmm. government officials, um, Hollywood people, all those people where the private schools where they send their children Mm -hmm. don't use Common Core. Yeah. It's only in the public schools. Right. And see, that that's interesting that you say that because I wonder, because we that's what I even heard about that whole math thing. But then my question is why? Why would they do that, right? But it's so that you're dependent. Yes. Right? Right. Dependent right. on that yeah. system. And, and, and language arts is kind of the same. Kind of one of the kickers for me as I was looking into all of this, because again, I knew of it until it hit the homeschool market, right? Then I did a whole bunch of research. Um, there was a, a website, I think it's still up, called Truth in American Education, where I, I learned a lot of stuff about this. Um, there was a gentleman on the math committee for developing Common Core. Um, he was on board for the longest time, and then he saw the final draft, and he wouldn't sign off on it. And mm. then he went to lobbying against it. Mm-hmm. His name is James Milgram, and he was very brave to just go out there and say, no, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And then there was a woman, I think it's Sandra or Sharon Stotsky, um, for the language arts, mm-hmm. same thing. She was like, yeah, I'm going to be part of this. This is good. And she saw the final product because what it does in language arts is um, there's a couple things, but it takes out the study of literature in favor of um, informational documents, which bore the snot out of kids, what? right? So you're not even reading classic literature anymore. And then interpretation mm-hmm. is they do something called deconstruction where there is no <clears throat> right interpretation. So even if you have an author who wrote a classic book and they actually wrote something saying, I meant this mm-hmm. when I wrote the book and I wanted this to come across, mm-hmm. that's thrown out. Mm-hmm. The only interpretations with Common Core Language Arts are what each individual person wants it to say. Mm-hmm. So there's no objective truth. Yeah. And even in the math, there's no objective truth. Mm-hmm. If your child says 2 plus 2 is 5 and can justify it in Common Core math, you're supposed to accept it. 
So there are some reasons to put on the tinfoil hat, I think. 100%. (laughs) And the plot thickens. Right. (laughs) So if somebody is, doesn't care about Common Core, Mm -hmm. in fact, they're on board, they, I wouldn't even say on board. I think there are truly people who just don't know and don't care. There are a lot of people. So, you know, like I'm still sending out letters. We can talk about that, how many Mm -hmm. are on there, right? But I'm still doing it. I'm keeping the roadmap up to date. And I always start with sending the letter with my same four questions. And part of that is so that over the course of 10 years, I can say to every single provider, I've been asking these same questions to every single person, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not asking this to you and something else to somebody else. So I always start with the questions about Common Core. And what I tell, what I've learned, especially as it's kind of gone further down the road, is the vast majority of parents literally don't care one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, some, more parents will be like, eh, if it's like like written to Common Core, I probably don't want it. But if it's kind of written by itself, but they just kind of map yeah. out where it matches Common Core, I'm okay with that, yeah. right? Yeah. There's a lot of parents who don't care, right? right? There's a very small percentage of parents who really want Common Core for their kids. And there's a sizable amount of homeschoolers that would prefer to avoid it. Yeah. So y- you've got the gamut, but most of them pretty much right. are like, whatever, if it just works for my kid, I don't care. <laughs> and so is the road, is it, is the <coughs> homeschool resource roadmap, is yes. that useful for them? It is because I guess it was like 2015, <coughs> 2016, I started expanding what the roadmap offers. So there is a, still a section just to kind of give kudos to how we started. And because it does still matter to some, that's, you can just look up the common core status and that's it. But people started as the list grew. Um, they were like, okay, Tina, this is great. You're telling me all the common core stuff but I'm looking for math for my eight-year-old and I really can't tell by all the company names on here who all has math, right? Right. And so that was kind of the question I started getting and from there, (laughs) I kind of put on my OCD hat (laughs) (laughs) and I went back to all the websites and I was like, all right, what subjects do they offer? For what ages? Um, Is this a Christian company? Is Mm. it secular? Is it Muslim? I mean, no kidding. There's a couple of Muslim curricula out there. Is it Jewish? Whatever it is. Um, does it offer print-based or online? Mm-hmm. Is it Does it have some stuff for free mm-hmm. or not? And so I started looking at all those other parameters. And so there's a part on the website, really, the tab is in the middle. So you can like go right to that. It's called the Deluxe Charts Project. And that's where I always tell people to start. If you really don't care about Common Core or if it's one thing, but it's not the main thing, go to the Deluxe Charts Project and you click on any of those lists. You pick a subject that you're interested in, click on the list and a PDF chart will open up. And you'll be able to see every single thing about every single curriculum. Yeah. So it's in one chart. And go back to elementary math. There's about 867, I kid you not, companies selling math to homeschoolers. Just math for, alone. For elementary kids, right? Mm. So if you were looking for math for your eight-year-old, you could open up the elementary, elementary math chart and you would see the 867 names mm. of the companies all linked to their websites. So you could visit them when you wanted, and then you would see, okay, this one is for ages 5 to 6. That won't work. That one is 11 to 12. That won't work. But this is 6 to 12. That'll work, right? And I want a Christian company, so you're going to narrow it down by that. I don't want my kid online, so which ones are Mm print-based? And you can take the 867 options and narrow it down. Let's say you don't want Common Core. So you can look at that column, and you can be like, okay, so now I have... 42 options to look at, which sounds like a lot, (laughs) but it's way better than 867. And then you can visit the websites and be like, yeah, okay, I think this one, not that one kind of thing. Yeah, and that's just math. How many providers altogether would you say? Okay, well, by the time this airs even, which we think it's probably going to air just in a couple of days, 
Yes. So maybe this will be accurate, but maybe by the time y'all listen to this, it won't be accurate. As of today, March 8th, 2023, there are... Brace yourself. 5,950 companies. Only the Lord can put that in somebody. (laughs) Only God can do it. Wow. That is incredible. And a lot of the companies have multiple, multiple products. Yeah. Right? Right. So like... I was just telling my husband before I came over here, we were talking about all this because I can't believe, I'm a capitalist, but I can't believe that people keep making stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but let's say there's a, a company that um, provides foreign language curriculum, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And maybe they started out with Spanish, but then they're like, hey, we can do French, we can do Italian. And pretty soon they got people on their company that they now have instruction in like 50 languages, mm-hmm. right? So that company is going to be on 50 lists yes. on my roadmap. Right. Um and they have 50 products. So I don't list individual products per se, but I do say, okay, you know, this company is going to be on yeah. these other Where lists, they fall the under lists. and right, everything, right. right. So, so, well, here's a loaded couple questions. <laughs> okay. So who is listed and what do you do to keep the lists and the charts up to date when you're not with Sethy Blue? How does this work out? <laughs> well, I, I pray that <laughs> Seth takes one good nap every day. <laughs> Um, so basically anybody that I learn of as marketing to homeschoolers in any way, shape or form, if I learn about them, I add them. Mm -hmm. So again, I started out 2013 with all the companies I knew, all the companies my friends knew, Mm -hmm. and I have joined several different homeschool groups over the years to follow what other people say they're using. Right. Mm-hmm. So anytime somebody mentions, hey, I use this company for this, that even if it's not a traditional curriculum company, there's a whole bunch of YouTube channels on the roadmap because people use YouTube channels for education. Yeah. And these I will send my my letter to these YouTube people. And sometimes they're like, why are you writing to me? I'm not a curriculum provider. And I explain to them. Your site is all about physics, and this is a f- your site is apparently a fun way for a lot of homeschoolers because it's been mentioned in groups. Yeah. So could you answer my questions? Yeah. Well, nine times out of ten, they will. Of right? course. Yeah. So if I hear about a, a something in a group, if I every so this is now March, um, it's it's going to be co- convention season. So every time at this time of year, I go to all the convention websites and they list their exhibitors. And I go through them and I make sure if there's anybody that's not already listed on the roadmap, I add them. Mm. So there were like 100 this year between all the different big conventions. I'm not going to every single convention, but the big ones, because that's where people will will tune into. And last year, there were about 300 new providers just that I already hadn't had listed. And this year was about 100. And so I send letters to them. Mm. So I pay attention to what people are using. um, And I try to keep it as updated as I possibly can. Um, my life is busier now with my yeah. grandson. And so I'm a little bit behind the eight ball on all of that. But I mean, right now, I'm probably needing to add another, like of the 5,950, um, probably the website itself only has about 5,600 of them actually loaded up because I, I just sent out a whole bunch more. Um, but, you know, it's, if, if you don't have, if you can't find something with 5,600 providers already, I think I you're mean. too picky. <laughs> You guys, are you in awe as I am? I think as you're listening to this, why don't you go ahead and just go go to our website, click on this, and just while Tina's talking and <laughs> explaining this, you can just be kind of scrolling. Home, homeschoolroadmap.org. Homeschoolroadmap.org. Mm-hmm. Do it. 
click on the deluxe charts tab at the top and just pick a subject. You'll see like multi-subject packages at the top. So if you're looking for like a Charlotte Mason all-in-one, you got that. If you're looking for a classical all-in-one, if you're looking for what I call delight-directed guided unschooling, because Mm. of course unschoolers say that they they don't use curriculum, but they're lying. (laughs) They use resources. They use resources Resources. galore. And there are people out there who have put together like packages with all the subjects or a whole bunch of cool things that really unschoolers would be interested in. So, or scroll sure. down a little bit more and you'll see, oh, there's language arts reading. Okay, how many how many providers are offering reading curriculum? You, you want, and the mm-hmm. biggest one, elementary science. Scroll down and look at elementary science. You won't even believe it. I honestly think it's more than a thousand companies. We want to hear your feedback. That's <laughs> what we want. Because you, you might be in the group of overwhelm, the yeah. ones who are overwhelmed. And so... The good news is this, mm-hmm. Tina, how do you help those that are <clears throat> scrolling through and they kind of need help determining, yeah. I- I'm completely overwhelmed. How can I right. do this? What can I do next? Right. Well, and I understand the overwhelm <clears throat> because honestly, uh, who needs 5,950 companies for, I mean, <laughs> we really don't, right? Um, when you and I were starting out, yes, the internet was there. We're not that old. But it wasn't really, people didn't use it as much because yeah. we had to get an AOL and go bing, exactly. bong, boom, boom. Who wanted to do that, right? Um, I had to go sit in the basement. Right. I mean, nobody wants to do but that. But now you Google search for a homeschool curriculum and there's two problems. First of all, you'll get 80,000 hits, right? Yes. Most of which are not useful. Mm-hmm. Secondly, what you're only going to see is the ones that pay Google mm-hmm. to put their stuff at the top of the search engine or whatever. I don't know mm-hmm. how all that works, but you're not going to get the full gamut, right? My goal with the roadmap is that you can see everything, but you can also vet, right? So um, there's two th- two answers to your question. Yes. One is just to pick a subject that you're interested in and mm-hmm. go to the list and narrow it down. So you can see everything all in one place. You don't have to Google search. You don't have to worry that you're missing something. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, if it's a new company and I haven't heard of it yet, it's not there. But mm-hmm. by and large, it's there at this point. And you can see if you're looking for a Charlotte Mason package, let's say I didn't look at it before I came, but let's say there's 50, 50 options there, mm-hmm. right? That seems like a lot, but if you narrow it down then by That's the different right. parameters, mm-hmm. you can get it down to a manageable amount and you'll know you haven't missed a potential good thing because you'll you might, start with everything. Yeah, you might have four, when, once you narrow it down, five of those options are gone in a click. Exactly. And then, yeah, exactly. exactly. So the good thing about the roadmap, even though it will look overwhelming when you go, is you can with confidence know that pretty much anything that homeschoolers have ever used over the last 10 years. Oh, and the other thing is this, when I do a regular update every year, I also get rid of the stuff that has gone out of business. Mm. So there, mm-hmm. I mean, there, there might be things that have gone out of business since my last big update was like October, November. Yeah. Okay. I can't do everything, but it's right. going to basically be up to date, right? So if you click on it, it'll probably be there. You'll know you're not going to miss anything potentially good, but you can use the parameters on the charts to narrow it down. So that's a good thing. Um, a lot of people just have fun browsing the charts yeah. and they're like, well, this is cool. Yeah. If I narrow it down, I get those five yeah. things and it's good. And, uh-huh. I, and then I know I haven't missed it. Yeah. If you're super overwhelmed and you're like, I can't even do it. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple people a few years ago encouraged me to offer a paid product. So the cool thing about the roadmap is it's all free. Yes. You could, you could go on there and Splendid. browse your heart's content and your husband's mm-hmm. going to be like, honey, make dinner. No. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or if you're like, no, I can't even, right? So I created a paid product called the Route Finder, yes. wherein um, if you pay me a small amount of money, um, I will send you a survey that will you answer several questions about your kids, your family, 
And from those answers, I will go into the charts and I will write your report saying, okay, based on what you told me, mm-hmm. I think these are the options that you should look at. And it's still going to be probably a couple dozen, yeah. right? But it gives you, it, you I've, I'll do the parsing for you, yeah. you know, for a small that's fee. That's wonderful. So. The route finder. <laughs> right. The route and finder. And that's as part of the website. You can find it, a link to it on the homepage and the mm-hmm. sidebar and things like that. Um, and that, that's explained a little bit more. Some samples of the reports are there too. So. Yeah. I don't think you need it. I don't think you need to pay me because I just think if you take Took some the time. time and just browse through, hopefully it's organized. I've gotten good feedback about I'm it. I'm more, so. let's just pay the extra couple bucks and get <laughs> get on the route finder, guys. Um, is there any other info on the roadmap besides curriculum lists? There are. Tell us about those. So um, there's a section of the roadmap called the rest stop area, mm. right? If you click on that, there's a whole bunch of things. Um some recommended book lists, um, some recommended movies about homeschoolers, a list of conventions that is pretty accurate, I think. So it's got the biggies, but it's also got the state conventions and then um, and state laws. One of the things that we're doing here, if you've been listening to the yes. Loftcast for a while, is we're trying to interview people from every state and get them to tell us about the homeschool law in those states. Um, before we started doing, and I'm, I'm linking those on there, but before we started even doing that, I've started to ask my friends to write articles about mm. each state law. So my goal is to have an article and a podcast about each state nice. law so that if you're a reader or a listener, you mm-hmm. can get that, right? Yeah. So we're working on that. If you are a, um, an experienced homeschooler in your state, mm-hmm. take a look at that part of the roadmap. And if your state hasn't already been done, either tell me that you want to write an article or tell us that you want to come on our podcast and tell us about it because we would yeah. love to get that for everything. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. My favorite part of the rest stop is the field trip list. Mm. I don't know if you've gone to look it's at that. Extent. But it's, again, yeah. this is <laughs> my OCD-ness. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember why I decided to do this a f- couple of years because I guess I had nothing else to do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, people always ask about where can I visit? I, you know, I'm taking a road trip yeah. to Virginia this summer. What uh-huh. can we do between here and Virginia? And um I don't know. I had a couple sources and I started <laughs> listing. Just that alone is an incredible. All the places that you can visit. Impressive. And, and they're linked. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go, say, I want to oh, go to Orca guys. Land. Wow. <laughs> There's no such thing. If I want to yeah. go to Orca Land in Virginia, you can click on it. It's in, it's in Williamsburg. Click on it and yeah. you're there. Yeah. So for every, <laughs> you're going to laugh mm-hmm. at me. There's a list for every U.S. state. And obviously it's not comprehensive. If you know of a field trip venue that it's not on there, email me and tell me and I'll add it because that's simple. I mean, I don't do any research with that. I just add them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, every Canadian province, wow, including none of it. <laughs> you guys. There's a province called none of it. I hope um, you're scrolling right now looking yep. at all of this. Not Europe. I, 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 I don't have time for Europe. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, or I guess I'm only, I've only done Canada and the United States and I think that I have to stop mm-hmm. there, but um, it's pretty extensive. So if you want to know places to take your kids, even in your own area. Um, and I guess it probably started with that because, you know, for the ro- for the loft, I have a list of resources for local homeschoolers yes. here. And part of that was a field trip list mm-hmm. for this area of Wisconsin and then beyond Wisconsin. So I guess I was like, well, if I have it for Wisconsin, why can't yeah. I do it for every right. other state? And it's used. I mean, people ask all the time. They yeah. want to know. They want to know the groups. They want right. to know all these things. Right. It's, it's well, and we travel as homeschoolers, yes. right? So it's kind of cool to know these educational yeah, venues can, along the way. Yeah, you can go because before you have, you know, we didn't know each other. Right. 
we traveled all the time. So there mm-hmm. I was looking everything up myself. Yeah. And now, you guys, it's just one click away. That's right. All you have to do is go to the roadmap, homeschoolroadmap.org, and you can see it all. Wow. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> how can people reach you if they have questions or want to have you write them a report? There is a contact page on the roadmap, so you can just click on that. Um, email address, there is no phone number on there because I don't want to get in. I've never wanted to get inundated. Remember, I was homeschooling my kids for yes. most of the time since I started, and now I have my grandson, whom I'm, I'm caring for four days a week, yeah. and so no phone number. No. But there is an email, and I'm, I'm pretty responsive in that. Um, do give me grace now. I just um, I got an order for a report right before I came over yes. here today, um, and I sent out the survey but I'm telling people, like I used to before Seth was born, I used to pretty much be able to knock that out the next day once I got the answers. Yeah, yeah you know, it might be a week mm-hmm. now at this yep. point. But especially if several of you decide that you want me to do that for you, it, yeah. it wouldn't be instantaneous, but right. it would be timely. Yeah. Um, and I do check my emails several times a day. So mm. that'd be the best way. How wonderful. I, I just think how God has placed this ability in each one of us to do mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just so much more than homeschooling. And I wonder, yeah. what has God placed in you to give back to this community, this homeschool community? Mm-hmm. You know, we're in it. We all know. I mean, you saw the need. You just did right. it at the drop because it was yeah. your belief. I, I want to tell you a story about yeah. that. I might, I've told you, I think, privately. Yeah. But um, so like a year before the roadmap came to be, um, I had gone to some seminar by a lady named Barbara Frank. And she's got a really neat life skills curriculum, and I just thought, this is so cool. And she's a super neat lady, but her kids were getting ready to graduate from homeschooling. And um, and she and I connected, and we clicked really well. And so after a little while, I said, Barbara, hey, um, could I take over your thing? You know, and I'll just, I'll I'll take over when you retire. And she said, Tina, first of all, when my kids graduate, this is going to be my retirement income. So no, you can't have it. My husband and I have planned for this, right? But the coolest thing is she said, but God has something for you. Uh, And so don't even worry about it. You know, if you're supposed to do something beyond not just homeschool your kids, Mm because that sounds like it's a small thing. It's not. But I had this something, you know this, I had something in me that I thought I wanted to give back to the community, right? And so she said, God has something for you. And it wasn't even a year later. That I got that email. And again, I'm not going to say the name of that company, but I should should thank that person because that company, because they started everything. They don't even know it. Uh, They know who I am, and I don't think they like me. I'm just honest about what they are doing with their curriculum. And you have the right to be. And that's the thing is God always has this roundabout way. We would never go down that path in a million years. But then he just picks us up precisely, puts us there in that thing in you. Right, that thing in you, all I can picture this fish, right? Like you cast your line, you're expecting just this little fish, it's all you're capable of, and then all of a sudden it's this ginormous creature yeah. that you could have never yeah. dreamed of in a million yeah. years. I mean, right? I am an organizer, but if somebody had said to me on March 7th, 2013, you, even God, if he had said, by the way, you'll be... You would have never <laughs> known I'd have been it. like, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and I think part of that too is we get so caught into this... Uh, and I mean, maybe not just like this, but I think there's a little bit of this in all of us of, well, we're just, you know, we're homeschool moms and Mm -hmm. we just do this and, you know, we're just doing the laundry and we're caring for our children and we're cooking food and we're, you know, we're just waiting for our husbands to get home so we can, you know, go buy more books, (laughs) do the things, but God has placed something in you 
And it's more than you could ever ask or imagine. That is to be sure. And what will that be? What will it be? Will you be willing? And, you know, even if you're not, I truly believe that when you just take that very first step, just the one step, just Mm -hmm. one, that's enough. You're just saying to God, Lord, here I am. It's the one step. I have no clue. Do I go left? Do I go right? And God will make a way like he did with Tina because he's gifted her. Who does this, you guys? Nobody, okay? (laughs) Tina did. And he called her to it, Mm -hmm. and she took the one step, and it unfolded, right? It just all unfolded. It just did itself. Not that there wasn't probably blood, sweat, and tears, (laughs) but he put it in her. It's her. Yeah. It's him. And I just, I love that so much because yeah. um, well, and what a what, gift for the community. And, and that applies to homeschooling too. I don't want to say again, not just homeschooling, but so yeah. many parents are afraid to start. Yeah. And step out, right? Step out. If you never serve the larger homeschool mm-hmm. community, who cares? That's, that's right. That's beside the point that's because right. your ministry is your children. Yeah. Right? So do it. Who cares right. if you're afraid? You know you need to do it. You know you need to get your kids out of the system. Just do it. And what do you have to lose? Don't look left. Don't look right. Stay ahead. Stay looking forward. Concentrate on the people in your home. When you concentrate on the people in your home, not outward, but the people within your home, you're already on that path. Right. And then God will just use your experience to bless somebody else. That's to be true. Yes. And if he gives you something else bigger than beyond your home, that's okay. Obey. That's right. Never overwhelm so that you're, you lose track of your focus, which is your children and your home. But if he gives you something else, follow it step by step and trust and it'll be something cool. Yeah. Every single time. (laughs) Any parting thoughts, Tina? Oh, I think that's it. I think that was it. I should have ended it there because that was actually a beautiful last statement. You guys, you're enough. You're on the right track. Stay focused on God. Never look right. Never look left. Be confident in who you are because you're here because of him.